0: Welcome to the Kids Being Kind magazine podcast, where we support your child's emotional well-being and development through loving kindness. Hi everyone, welcome to this episode of Kids Being Kind magazine podcast. Now today I want to talk about what do you do if your child's not kind. Now, the name of the magazine, Kids Being Kind magazine, my whole ethos is not to create millions of little kind kids walking around only being kind all the time the whole ethos of the magazine is to help children understand how they work and what they've got inside of them that makes them thrive now, there will be times when your children are not kind and that's okay. doesn't mean there's anything wrong with them. It doesn't mean that they're not good enough. It doesn't mean that they should be kind all of the time. It's actually an amazing piece of information for you as a parent or a grown-up or a teacher to really start to understand your child even more. Now, my eldest son has a lot of sensory overload. So, if there's You know, a lot of noise or there's a lot of people, crowds. If he has spicy food, um, textures, if he wears certain clothes, he feels so uncomfortable. But he doesn't yet have the ability to express how he's feeling because he doesn't really know why. He just gets this sudden urge of being uncomfortable and that can impact his behavior. Um, Quite dramatically, let me tell you, I've had times when he's refused to go into school, where he's actually hung onto a lamppost when we were walking to school. Um, point bank refused to do things, because not because he was playing up or acting up or being naughty, but because he was in overwhelm. And if you think about your children day to day, so they're going to school and they are constantly learning new things, new experiences, new information, new language, new foods new friendship groups they're on a constant like escalator of newness learning 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 so it's no wonder that from time to time your child's going to end up in complete overwhelm and when they do they're going to be less inclined to you know tidy their bedroom or be sweet and say thank you and you know listen to you really carefully they're going to be more inclined to to display not so great behavior so With my children, when they are displaying behaviour that doesn't necessarily meet my expectations, which is a whole other podcast that we need to talk about. But if my kids are showing behaviour that isn't really, you know, great, not particularly kind, that is communication for me. That is an opportunity for me to see where they're at, where their mood state is at, and help them to help themselves to calm down. So what I say to my eldest son is when you are in a state of overwhelm, if you put your hand in front of your face, you know, your view is quite obscured. And that is the equivalent of being in overwhelm. You can't really see the wood for the trees. So it wouldn't occur to you to do anything, to do any strategies or techniques or have new thought to to feel a little bit more calmer. And then if you imagine, as you move your hands slowly away from your face, the picture around your hand becomes more clearer. So things become, you know, more opportunities present themselves to you, more ways to think about a situation, new thoughts can then come in. Now, this happens naturally without your child having to count to 10 or do star jumps or do breathing exercises. They have their own natural calm system. And I encourage my children to trust it, so our calm system takes us from emotional state to emotional state without us actually having to do anything. But what I do do with my children is especially with my eldest son, I consciously create pockets of calm, so at least once a day we'll do something where I know he is just com- has complete clarity of mind, and he's having a rest of having to think about anything having to worry about anything, having to have that sensory experience, that overload going on. So we'll go for a walk to the beach or I'll run him a nice bath and he'll have a bath or we'll watch something just quite mundane on the television. That doesn't take a lot of, not a lot of attention needs to be paid to that. Or we'll colour in, we'll sit and colour in or we'll just sit and have a cuddle and you know look out the window and watch the world go by so i consciously create these pockets of calm because in those moments that's when i talk to him and that's when we get curious about how we actually work and what he's got inside of him that helps him to thrive and when he's in that state when he's in that calm state he can be more reflective and he can actually see for himself and once he sees for himself then then that's you know he's more empowered when the situation arises again because he's already seen very clear for himself how he works and what he's got inside of him that helps him to thrive. And he knows that he's got his own calm system. So he's more empowered to trust his calm system. And then his emotions begin to be self-regulated. So thank you for listening to this podcast and have a good day.